I know it's going to be powerful. And so what we're going to do tonight is I'm going to get up in a moment, Dan Frecker, uh, and there's going to be a, a few panelists that are going to come up. They're going to talk about fasting and also they're going to talk a little bit about water baptism because we're going to finish with a baptism party and food, of course, before we start the fast tomorrow. So that's going to work. So why don't we stand to our feet? The guys are going to bring the couches up and welcome up our very own itinerant preacher from Sydney, Dan the Man Frecker. Thanks, Pastor John. Hey, so good to see you here in church. I'm so excited for tonight. Uh, Panels are always so much fun. We're going to have a great time together. But you can grab your seat. Why don't you give the person next to you a high five on the way down? This is awesome. And um, I actually might invite up our, our panellists tonight. We call them panellists. They're going to be amazing. They're going to come join us on the couch. So um, make sure you give them a hand as they come up. So can I invite up Jacob Hickman, Alex Fitch, and Isaac Sampson. Come join us. Grab a mic on the way. Thank you, guys. Isn't this beautiful? Wow. This is nice. Come join us um, on the couch. Going to hang out together. Come on in. Come on in. Awesome. Well, guys, as Pastor John said tonight, we're going to talk around a few, a few topics. But I thought it'd be fun. First of all, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? If someone doesn't know you, just introduce yourself, uh, what you do, um, anything cool about you that you'd like to share. Anything cool about me? Um, well, I'm pretty much the coolest person here. Okay. Um, no, no. Probably um, the most humble, too. <laughs> um, that um, was going to be what I was going to say. No, my name's Jacob. <laughs> um, I'm a photographer, and yeah, I like surfing and stuff, so... Yeah. Awesome. And you're an intern here I'm as well, I'm an intern, right? yes. I'm an intern. Yeah, great. I'm a connect group leader and stuff. And awesome. Yeah. So good, Alex. Well, I'm Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love coffee and hanging with friends and fun times. And Jesus, awesome. yay. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so my name's Isaac, um, and I grew up in this church. I work as a scientist over at the hospital and serve on youth, um, running awesome. a connect group. and. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. How cool is that? So we've got a range of uh, people here tonight. And we're going to uh, actually go straight into talking about fasting. Um, and as Pastor John just said, we're about to start a church-wide fast tomorrow. So I thought it'd be a little bit of fun. Why don't you just quickly tell us, if you, you know, right now, it's your last meal before the fast, what would be your pick? What would be, like, the meal you would get? Any Anything you could eat? A burrito, for sure. <laughs> a burrito. From Guzman, just at Kiwana, yeah, nice. for sure. Nice. All right, Alex? Nuggets. Nuggets? Or nuggets. Me loves pizza. Pizza. Awesome. Pizza I'm sure. sure we can all relate. All right, well, let's get into this. So, you know, in this room, there'll be people who might have fasted before or maybe people who have never fasted before. So I just thought it'd be cool. Why don't you share a bit of your journey? Maybe share with us like one of the first times you ever fasted. What did that look like for you? Like what, what did you fast? And just share a bit of your journey. So I'll start with you, uh, Isaac. Um, so the first fast I did was our probably our first 10-day fast. I think it was back in 2015. Um, and I started pretty simple. Um, and so I just did that time, did sweets and social media and stuff. And then I've done right. a couple other fasts, um, like a Daniel fast. And I've just eaten fruit and veg and a few things like that and believe for a number of different things. But yeah, that's where it kind of started. That's awesome. Can you give us a few examples of what would have been some things you, could have, you would have believed for in different kind of fasts? What's some examples? Um, so I was going back through all my fast notes today. Um, that's one thing I'm like so glad I did was write down not just what I was fasting, but actually just like the things I was fasting for. Because as I went back today and was going through them, like the number of ones I actually forgot that I was believing for and have actually happened were just, yeah. it was insane. How good so that? like family members getting saved, um, like partners, family members getting saved. 
Great. Um, on top of that, just financial breakthroughs, also believing for wisdom in big decisions and just all these things that I look back on and I'm just so glad I was going after so yeah no, that's really good thanks for sharing Isaac and Alex what would you say was one of the first fasts you did um I did one of the 21 day fasts back when we did it all together in 21 days I think like the year I got saved we did it like in the middle of the year or towards the end so that was my first one and I just did like sugar to kind of like ease me into it <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were newly saved but you still saved, you yeah. know do you want to share a bit about that so yeah. you know you were quite new to church but yeah. you heard about this thing called fasting was yeah did yeah. you were you attracted to it straight away or oh, was that yeah. journey well yeah like I mean I love sugar so I wasn't like that attracted to it but <laughs> um I think I just saw the excitement of like everyone around me being like yes I can't wait to fast like God really turns up and in your life so I was just like so attracted to whatever like everybody else was saying about it that I was like well wow. I I think it'll be awesome for me too so I'll just do it and see what happens that's so great Alex I love that you know that anyone here uh, doesn't matter if you've been a Christian for a while or a new Christian or not yet saved you know this could be for you that is awesome Alex uh, and I would encourage you to step out and try it as Alex said and Jacob why don't you share about you know I remember you started fasting quite a, as a young person even young so I remember when you're in high school why don't you share um, what you did for one of your first fasts um, I did the like morning to night so you don't eat during the day um, yeah, it was not good, especially if you slept in, because you like missed out on breakfast. So like, if you slept, <laughs> you like wake up in, and they? you see yep. the light, and you're like, no, no food till <laughs> night. But yeah, it's like a six till six kind of thing. But yeah, you got to eat what you want, so it's pretty good. It's yeah. like good and bad. No, that's yeah, really good. cool. And I guess like we can see there, you know, there are all kinds of different fasts. And as Pastor John said, we'd so encourage you know fasting to be around some form of food. And we've already heard um, that the Daniel fast. I was like, can you quickly just tell us a little bit what's the Daniel fast? Because that's quite a popular one. What can you eat? Uh, just briefly. What, what can you eat? Um, basically any forms of like fruit, veggies, nuts. It's basically just avoiding like meat, yep. sweets. Um, I'm trying to remember all the other things now. Wine, alcohol, yeah. bread. Yeah. So those kinds of things. I just generally stick with like fruit, veg, yeah. some nuts, a couple eggs, that kind of thing. And that's, yeah, and but, that's from the Bible, right? Daniel yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah, so and... Daniel did that for 21 days. Yep. Um, Pastor John was actually preaching about that this morning, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, you can read about it in the book of Daniel, but it was a 21-day fast in which yeah. you just did eat some things and didn't eat others and was believing for something Great. awesome. So. Yeah, and if you choose to do a Daniel fast, there's actually a lot of resources online where it can kind of help you what can you eat and what um, can't. But there's all different kinds of fasting, like fasting sugar, doing a, you know, you can't eat while the sun's up. You can do things like fasting different meals. I know for me, you know, through different seasons of life, I've just gone, I'm going to fast dinner and actually spend that time seeking God. Or, you know, you can do liquids only where you can have all kinds of liquids. Um, you know, water only is an option. That's, you know, very extreme, but it's a great way of just getting in and seeking God. And, you know, I love what Pastor John said, just so encourage you, you know, if you're going to step into fasting, write down what you're fasting uh, from the beginning, because it can be pretty tempting if you haven't made it clear and you can smell that chicken nuggets, oh. uh, you know, 24 for 9.99. You, you quickly include me. that. Come on, um, let's be real. Yeah, so, and I've seen people do that. So make sure you write down um, what you're fasting. Um, but you know, something I just encourage you to do, whatever kind of fast you're doing, and I'm sure, you know, you guys would agree with this, that it's just so great that it's not just about taking away some form of food, but to add time where you're actually creating extra time to spend with God. And so I know for me, I, I couple, you know, with a fast, what I'm, I'm fasting food-wise, but also like a prayer goal. So I might say I want to do, instead of a normal whatever it is, I want to add an hour every day and just, you know, just getting that extra time to really seek God, which is great. But you know what, we're talking about fasting food. And so, you know, obviously there's going to be some 
physical side effects. So why don't you just talk us through, you know, on your journey, what have been some um, things, you know, you've struggled with physically or what are like the, you know, what happens when you fast physically? Oh, sorry, you, uh, yeah, Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> I jumped the gun. Now, um, I think for me, especially playing so much sport and doing like physical job and stuff like that, um, was just like muscle aches. Um, and also like the few times that I have fasted caffeine as well, obviously the headaches, the first few days you really don't feel too great physically. Um, right. But I guess that's where you kind of keep focused as to why you're doing it. And that kind of comes through. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely like sore muscles, headaches, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, great. What would you say, Jacob? What have been um, some, you know, things that have come just up? Just lose the gains, you know. It's <laughs> like oh. 10 days of no gains? meat. <laughs> <laughs> come oh. on. Who said that? I'm trying. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I fasted, I was a second year apprentice. Um, electrician yeah. so it's a bit physical and yeah. it does suck but like you gotta do what you gotta do um, like you do feel you get up and you're tired and it's like uh, and then throughout the day you get tired at random times and whatnot. Yeah. but yeah it sucks but it's good no that's great no it's good just to talk about like the realities of fasting right it's just really helpful yeah. and Alex what would you say is some physical sem- sensations you find or, or struggles <laughs> Um, I think probably tiredness and irritability. Yeah. Um, I can get really hangry sometimes. Um, <laughs> my mum yep. knows too well. Um, so, yeah, I think those probably would be my biggest ones. And, like, the struggle to, like, not give up and just be like, yeah. oh, I'll just, like, whatever, I'll just eat it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can so relate. I know Ev and I, like, you know, we need extra grace for each other while we're fasting. I remember when we first got married, I think, like, it might have been a month later, we did a 10-day Daniel fast, and I was just, I turned into an animal for that first few <laughs> nights, didn't I? And um, I, I apologize later, but, you know, it's, it's great to know, and so, you know, we're heading into this fast. So, like, you know what, those first few days, there's going to be that little bit extra irritability, and, you know, um, I actually find that I, I need a lot more sleep. I find when I fast, um, you know, I normally have about seven hours. I actually find I need about eight to nine hours, especially in those first few days, and um, headaches are real, but let's talk about it. Okay, so there are some physical challenges we're going to face. Um, what helps you to, you know, just not give up when those, those things come up? What have been some practical keys you've done on your journey of, you know, what, you know even when those challenges come, it's like, no, I'm going to keep going through. I'll start with you, Alex. Um, I think just because I'm a very visual person so I think having everything that I'm believing for like right in front of my face so like having it in my bedroom in my bathroom in my car um, and just constantly looking at like why I'm doing what I'm doing Um, I think that really helps me having it like even on my lock phone like I find that really helps like the lock screen on your phone just having it right there so it's like especially if I'm fasting like social media as well it's like I pick up my phone it's like oh yeah that's right I'm like actually fasting so yeah yeah, I think just having it right in front of my face really helps me you can seriously forget I've done yeah. that I've gone to pick up a lolly under the wrapper and gone oh whoops anyway Actual it can words. happen uh, um, Isaac what would be some things that kind of helped you on the oh sorry Jacob you go I sorry, was just dude. like trying to flow it and yeah then, no you go sorry right. yes yeah, so um, what have been some things that help you Practi- <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> practically just like if you smell the chicken or something or you smell that steak cooking or you like walk into a little bar and you smell like something and you like literally just yeah coffee or something you literally just get out of there because like I know for me like especially like coffee and chicken like (laughs) um, the important things (laughs) like nuggets and stuff if you smell it then you're done so like as soon as you start to smell it just like get out of there yeah no seriously it's true that's good yeah just get out of there yeah and Isaac what would you say for you has helped you um, so practically, actually, I remember one time, that's a bit mean on your behalf, but Dan actually made me cook bacon for youth oh. during a 10-day oh. fast 
Oh, we were yeah, five days in, to. and I just I remember just like it. sitting there, just smelling it. And I was, it was so anyway. I'll, yeah, that was I'll, funny. I'll you. Resist temptation. Um, <laughs> but um, in terms of practical, I think for me, when I first started, um, I sort of just went to the Bible and just started to read. Um, and every time you kind of read about fasting, there's always power involved, like whether yeah, it's believing absolutely. for something and things always shifting, whether it was the Israelites facing an army, something like that. There was always just something involved. So I kind of, even before I understood it, was like, all right, I'm going to give this thing a go. Um, yeah, and then great, the more and more as it's kind of come, what keeps me focused, I guess, is just understanding like what's happening. Yeah. Um, so for me, like, even though you're kind of starving yourself physically, you're sort of feeding your spirit man. Yeah. And so... Like just understanding that even when Jesus was in the, um, sorry to ramble, but when Jesus no, was great. in the desert yeah. um, and the devil came to him and said, hey, will you turn this rock into bread? And he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah, yeah. I just, when I'm in that place of hungry in that sense, it's always like, yeah. okay, Jesus is the bread of life. You're kind of feeding yourself on a different thing. And so it's kind of Absolutely. like, all right, rather than focusing on feeding my body, I'm gonna focus on feeding my spirit and just give yeah. that time to get fed. Yeah. And so every time I get hungry, I'm like, hang on a second, I'm, I'm gonna feed something else. That's great. And so that's kind of where I aim. That's really good, Isa. I love that practical tip. And something I'd add to that is, you know, and it's just doing it with other people. And um, I love what Pastor John said. It's so awesome to, you know, when you come to these early morning prayer meetings and you're fasting, it is so encouraging because it's like, you know what, yeah, that's right, we're doing this together and we're, seeking God together for things for our church, but also, you know, in those prayer meetings, we're praying for our things that we're believing for, our friends and family, and our breakthrough. And, and so I'd encourage everyone, if you're starting your fast tomorrow, um, find someone in your group. If you go to a group, and if you don't, you should join one. But if you do, just find a buddy and say, hey, can you help me? Let's encourage each other on this journey. Let's send each other texts saying, how are you going with that fast? You know, how are you going? I found for me on that, you know, that's really helped just practically. Um, and just knowing with what we're talking about, the first three days will be the worst, but you will get through. I say, I find day four, you wake up and it's just amazing. And by the end of it, like nine and 10, you're just like, this is the best. Uh, I don't ever need food again. Um, but that quickly changes when the fast is over. But anyway, it's really good. So Isaac, you started talking about this. We've been talking about what happens pr uh, physically when we fast, but why don't we now begin to talk about, all right, well, spiritually, what, why do we fast? What, what's happening you know in our life as we fast um yeah no that's an awesome thing and i think that that's what will drive you on to keep keep yeah. at it um just understanding exactly what's happening so even um like where it says in john that like jesus is the word made flesh right and it's like out of the mouth flows like what's in our heart and it's like out of god's mouth came jesus and understanding that when it, when that revelation is that he is the bread of life it's not weird saying i'm going to eat jesus but it's like he's yeah. going to become my food and so what that looks yeah. like practically for me is i'll come into my quiet place more often great because i'm like okay i need to let jesus be my food and let yeah. him feed me and so that kind of keeps me focused on being like, all right, this is a season, 10 days, whatever it is, where yeah. I'm just going to lock myself in my room whenever I can and just really press into God and corporately as well, where we come into church yeah. in the morning, 45 minutes and just have your eyes fixed on that. Even at work, you get a half an hour break. I might still be around people, but I'll just take a moment just to actually draw aside and just be like, right, there's a reason I'm not eating things. Yeah, I love that, Isaac. Except for you as well focused. as believing for something, it's actually a season of seeking after Jesus yeah, absolutely. in a fresh way. Yeah, that's, I remember awesome. going back through those notes today, and always the number one on my fast was always like, God, I just want to know you more, and I want to seek you more, and then followed all my other points. Oh, that's awesome. Jacob, what would be your revelation of fasting? So why do you fast? Um, 
There's a, there's a lot of gym stuff talk, talk tonight, but it to me it's like spiritual steroids. Pastor John said it this morning. But yeah, that's like, awesome. You can go to the gym and you can eat good and you can get some muscle, or you can do steroids and you can get some muscle. Like, does that make sense? Like, um, it's like it's literally just like steroids for your spirit. You just, no, it's, it's, it's like a good just, analogy. Yes, I'm, it's just bulking pretty much for your spirit. Yeah. No, so great. You get to where you want to be quicker than if you just took the normal path. That's awesome. And you know, in the Bible. Uh, the disciples were praying for someone and, and they didn't find the breakthrough they needed. And, you know, maybe you're sitting here tonight and there's an area in your life where you're believing God for breakthrough. You've been praying. And, and maybe there's just something's not shifting in that area of your life. And it was really interesting. These disciples came to Jesus and they said, what's happening? Like, you know, because Jesus then set him free. And, and they said, basically, like, we said the same prayer. Like, you told us that we could cast out demons. And Jesus said this amazing thing. He said, this thing, uh, uh, sorry, this kind of thing only came out of, uh, by prayer and fasting. And so what we find is there's some, sometimes in our life there's a big breakthrough we're believing for. And maybe sometimes, you know, prayer is getting us there, but maybe just to take that thing to the next level. If you add fasting to the mix, as Jesus said, prayer and fasting, you'll find in that area of your life that God will come through for you. And it is, it's on steroids, it's faster. God moves in our life in those areas, which is so powerful. And talking about that, Alex, as we finish talking about fasting, you actually have a great testimony of when you had an area of your life you were believing God for and fasting uh, saw God move in your life. Can you share that, please? Um, So I'd been a Christian for about five years and we did one of our first 10-day prayer and fast. Um, And I just remember I'd been praying for my mum, actually, to come into a relationship with Jesus for like five Five yeah. years and I just wow. really wasn't seeing much fruit from it um, and I just remember really trying to be intentional it's like alright I'm just going to really hone in and pray for my mum and I remember it was the March that year and then May my mum came to church and invited God into her wow. life so, yeah, come on was, let's give God a hand that isn't that amazing God's so good you've been praying for five years and fasting yeah. and fasting for that thing yeah. that's amazing that's cool. well guys any last comments you know if there's someone here who maybe has never tried fasting before you know they're hearing this and they're, they're keen to try you know what would be your final word to encourage them in that um, I find so many things is just like step out first understand later a lot right. of things like we'll just be like alright I know there's power in this I've heard of people's testimonies from this so I'm just going to do it yeah. and then as I go believe that God will show me why I'm doing it I love and that. I find that just get involved and just start and then from there, you'll, you'll find that you'll actually understand what you're doing and the power behind yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. That is awesome. I love that. I think as well, like, because we're doing it together as a church family, I think there's so much power in doing it with other people. You know, when you kind of feel weak and you feel like, oh, I can't do this anymore, like you have people and a family around you that are going to support you and lift you up and be like, no, you can do it, just keep pushing through. So that really helps as well. That's great. Oh, that's what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> um, yeah, just... Just do it. Like, yeah. What you give got it to go. lose apart from a little bit of food for 10 days? Um, give it a go. See what happens. That's so good. And so we'd just so encourage, you know, Profound. everyone here, you know, as we do this as a church, we begin tomorrow. Can we just encourage you, you know, tonight, just make a decision. I'm going to give this thing a go. I'm going to, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to fast. I'm going to seek God. And whatever that looks like for you, if you have any questions on this journey, just come find a leader or a group leader. We'd love to help you. And just one last time, like, make sure you come to these prayer meetings. It's going to help you on this journey so much. So, so excited about our fast. God's going to move in our church and in people's lives but you know tonight here it's also our baptism party which I'm just so excited about very proud of everyone who's making that decision tonight and you know maybe you're here and 
you know, you're in, you haven't been baptized yet. Maybe you have, you're, you're interested, you have questions, or maybe you're here and you, you're coming to visit someone being baptized. And I thought it'd be really cool just to talk a little bit as well tonight about baptism. So um, can you start by telling us uh, why did you make the decision to get baptized? I know you all have on your journey. Uh, Jacob, why don't you tell us why did you make that decision? Um, like, to be honest, I don't know. I kind of just did it. I was like 10 when I did it. Oh, okay. So, so you were quite young. It was a while young. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Um, yeah, I kind of just did it because it was what you did. There wasn't really a super spiritual reason why I did it. I just did it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Sorry. What would you say, Alex? Um, I think for me it was like my next step in my relationship with God. So I came in and we had um, this thing called the Brecky Club back when I came ah, to church, cool. um, which is pretty much like Alpha and Pathways mixed together. And, you know, I invited God into my life. I got filled with the Spirit. And then on the last week it was baptism. So I just thought, why not? This seems wow. awesome. So it was, it was your next step. You, yeah, my you next heard step. it getting talked about yeah. in church and you just knew it was for you. Yeah, totally awesome. knew it was for me. What did you share, Isaac? Um, mine was very similar to Jacob's actually, so I was quite young. Um, I remember just getting the opportunity actually in kids' church, someone asked me if I wanted to get baptized. And surprisingly, I don't remember much from my childhood, but I actually really do remember that. Wow. And just remembering at a young age being like, I know this is right, and I know that in my spirit this is something I need to do. And even though at that moment I kind of thought, yes, this is God setting me up for life, it was almost like I then took a 10-year journey to actually come into the realization of what I did. Wow. But I think it was just a moment of saying, hey, even from a young age, I'm going to consecrate my life to God and just give it to Him. Yeah. Um, and just see what happens from there. But it's definitely powerful. That's great. And so can I start with you, Isaac, because you got the mic. So, you know, what do you remember about your baptism moment? So I know you just shared a little bit about it. But yeah, what, what stands out to you about that moment and that day? Um, well, I remember it was back in the green building. So any people that were from those days, yeah, the green building days. Um, in that little tank at the front. I still remember just like kind of going into it and just that feeling of kind of coming up just knowing like you're completely washed clean and knowing that, hey, like I'm right. making a public declaration of my love for God. Even yeah. when I was like 12, I knew in my heart what I was doing. And yeah, and yeah I just remember coming up being like, All right, I know that no matter what happens in life, God's got me. I love that. It was That's just that. so powerful. Alex, what would you share? What do you remember about your baptism moment? Um, I remember it being really emotional. Um, I remember um, it was cold, which was awesome. Um, but I think I just... <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> it won't be tonight. Though. I'm it's sorry, it was cold. Um, but it was when we had the, like, the little one and we had the heater in it, so that was awesome. Um, it was a cold night. I think I just remember like really just leaving my past behind. I remember Pastor John's talked about before, like when you get baptized, it's almost like your old self gets left in the baptism Great. tank and you rise up like a new creation in Jesus. So I think for me, with all the things that I'd done in my past that I really wanted to leave behind that was just a really like line crossing moment for yeah. me that was like thought passes behind me and I can walk forward into my future with God. I love that. That's so powerful. Um what was the question? What do you remember about your your baptism <laughs> moment baptism of the day? Moment. Do you remember it? Yeah. Yes I <laughs> yes. do. Like as Isaac said, it's like one of those things I don't really remember much of my childhood either. I don't know if that's a problem that we have yeah. or what. <laughs> but I do remember my baptism and Great. looking back it's almost like it was just an anchor with like a rubber band so like you can go far this far but then God's going to bring you back yeah. and it's like it drops an anchor and so you're always at church you're always 
doing godly things. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's so powerful. I know for me, like, you know, my dad will share the story that at three years old, I, I asked my father, can I invite Jesus into my heart? And so for me, like, you know, I, I, my journey was that I actually was brought up and I made that decision to follow Jesus. But, you know, through my teenage years and my, my relationship with God was very on and off. It was, you know, I'd go hard and then, you know, I'd get dragged back into the world. And I'd, you know what I mean? I was just very on and off. And for me, at about 18 years of age, I, I made that decision. For me, baptism was that decision. It's, you know what? You know, I know that Jesus saved me, but right now I'm committing that, you know, I'm going to give him my entire life. And it's amazing now. So, you know, I'm 24 now. Looking back, since the moment I got baptized, I have been completely living for Jesus and I've never looked back. And I'm so glad. I remember to this day, and I'm sure you'd remember, it'd be one of the most powerful moments of my entire life where I stood in, you know, in front of our church family and said, you know what, I'm following Jesus. And uh, I just remember the presence of God. Like, isn't it unreal? Just God comes on you and you feel feel his presence in such a powerful way. It's such a beautiful moment. And, you know, more than baptism, okay, what about, you know, so we've all had a different journey, but, you know, since you've entered into a relationship with Jesus, what would you say has changed in your life? I'll start with you, Alex. How can I only pick one thing? I think, like, my whole life has changed, right. really. Yeah, share um, a bit of your journey. I think, like, my perspective on life has changed um, majorly. Like, I think I used to look at life and just be really down and depressed about it and be like, what am I here for? Like, why am I even alive, to be honest? And so, like, once I invited Jesus into my life, it was like I got the perspective that, no, like, God's put me here for a purpose. He loves me, and, right. you know, I'm here yeah. to do something for God. So, yeah. That's amazing. Well, wow. Isaac, would you say something's changed in your life? Um, yeah, similar to Alex it's kind of hard to pinpoint one thing. Yeah. I think understanding like what real freedom is and actually living in that, like right. it's kind of crazy when you're young and you kind of just see freedom as I'll do what I want. And then you come to God and you go, actually, like this is freedom. Like yeah. I'm not bound by different things that I used to be and I can just live a life of purpose. And also just actually understand like why you're here. Like every day waking up yeah. with a genuine, okay, I know why I'm here. I know where I'm going. Yeah. And when you live like that, it's almost like no matter what happens in life, you just have this sound peace in your heart always. Wow. And so I think, yeah, that would be freedom and peace and purpose, I guess, would be the main things. Wow, that's awesome. Jacob, what would be saying in your life or, you know, your bit of your journey about since you've entered into a relationship with God? Um, like Alex and Isaac said, you just feel full. Like you have a purpose. You've got something you're here for. It's not just you're just living. You're living for something. You're living for someone. And like, it's just, I don't know why you wouldn't. Like, I don't know how people that don't have this do it, to be honest. Wow. Um, it's powerful. Yeah, it's just, you got something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool, guys. And, you know, what would be one thing? So you had your moment where you invited Jesus into your heart. We'll come back to that in a moment, Alex. We'd actually hear about, we'd love to hear about that moment for you to, you know, a bit later on. But what would be one thing you've done since inviting Jesus into your heart that's just on the journey has been something that's helped you just, you know, stay strong in your relationship with God, stay planted in the house of God. And all three of you are just doing so well, living the purpose that God created you for. But just share, like, what's something you've, you've committed to or a habit or something you've done in your, your life, Jacob? Start with you. Get to go first. Um, definitely prayer like every day, no matter what. Um, even if you don't have much time, just pray a little bit and get a, get a leader, get a friend because Dan's changed my life completely. If it wasn't for Dan, I would not be here. Um, yeah, pray and get a, get a leader that cares about you, loves you. Yeah. And there's heaps here. Like, 
That yeah. is awesome. And in our church, the best way to get that leadership, you're talking about how do we do that? It was literally you just joined a connect group, join right? Join a connect group. Yeah, or a team. Or a team. Or a team. So join you did that. Group. I remember as a 14-year-old, Jacob, you know, he joined a team, you started <laughs> yeah. serving, and you got into a connect group. I and, did, your connect you know, group. And we built a, a friendship, and, you know, that we've done life together, mm. and it's been awesome, man. Fantastic. That's so good. Make sure you're in a group. That's awesome. Yeah. Alex, what did you say is one thing? Um, I think one thing would be reading the Bible every day. I think, um, like, going through life, I had, like, words of the world and people, like, spoken over me and things that I'd spoken over myself. And what I really had to do was get rid of that and actually get God's word and God's truth into my life because it says in the Bible, like, that the truth will set you free. So um, getting that truth inside me every single day and in moments where I kind of felt a little bit like, oh, like, am I really worthy? Does God really love me? It's like I look at the truth, which is the Bible, and I know that God loves me. Wow. Come on. I love that prayer, reading the Bible, getting in a group. Isaac? Um, Definitely both of what they said is so powerful, like just getting plugged into church and actually just making this your home, not just turning up on a Sunday, but investing yourself in the church. Um, and then prayer and reading the Bible. I think the greatest thing I did was made a conscious decision to protect the quiet place. Like like that little 15 minutes, hour, whatever it is at the start of your day, making that just a like a, an absolute, like if I have to lose yeah. sleep for that, that's fine. Like yeah. I would rather be spiritually fed and tired than snooze my alarm and miss that. And so just making that a staple of my day, open my Bible, read, pray, even if I'm not feeling it, and just kept that commitment, and that, that definitely changed my That's life. That's awesome. That's so powerful. How good is that? And you know what? I just thought as we end the panel, so I'd love to invite uh, the keyboardist up. But Alice, can you just share, you know, because I know you, your story of, you know, you came into this church, and, you know, you can share just a little bit about what your life was like before you were in a relationship with Jesus, that yeah. actual moment, yeah. and, and you, as you've already shared, what's, what's changed in your yeah. world? I think um, walking into this church, I was extremely broken. Um, I think I kind of got to a place in my life where I'd made all these um, really bad decisions and gone down all these pathways that I shouldn't have gone down, and um, I really walked in quite full of despair and hopeless, and yeah. I had really terrible self-worth and self like, the way I saw myself was quite terrible, so yeah. walking in here I kind of felt really unworthy even to be here um so walking in I felt nothing but the love of God I expected you know I grew up in a Catholic church so I expected you know a little bit of maybe persecution or people judging me and I walked in and I felt nothing like that all I felt was this people around me who were just so full of joy and so excited and I was like oh my gosh like what is this this is crazy Um, (laughs) but just I remember walking in and feeling God's love and God's acceptance and acceptance through God's people as well I think was really important for me um, and I remember the night I gave my heart to God. Like, I don't remember what Pastor John was preaching on, but I remember I was sitting over there. I was sitting with my best friend at the time, and I just remember feeling this overwhelming sense of love and peace that wow. I'd never experienced before. And all I can remember is just sobbing. And I'm not, like, the biggest crier, so for me to, like, cry in front of people was a really big thing. So I think crying and just, like, letting out all the hurt just to be filled up with God in that moment was so incredible for me. Wow, that is so amazing. I love hearing your story. And it's on a night just like this, right? And in a moment like this, Pastor John gave an invitation and you put your hand up and said that you wanted to be in a relationship with Jesus. That is amazing. Well, guys, I've enjoyed um, our panelists here tonight. Can we give a massive hand? I'm going to let you guys go take your seats. Talking about baptism and fasting. I'm very excited, as I said, about, um, you know, in a moment, we're going to have that baptizing moment. 
uh, we're, we're as a family, we're going to go over there as a church and just, you know, uh, encourage the people getting baptized. But before we do that, there's one last thing that we want to do uh, in this service. And just as Alex shared, you know, she came into this church as broken. She came to this church far from God. You know, maybe you're in this place and, you know, you're, you've found yourself sitting here tonight. But maybe you can relate to Alex's story that you're, you're far from God. That, you know, I remember for me, before I, I, you know, met Jesus, before I was, you know, in a relationship with Him at 17 years old, I, I made that decision to follow Him. I went on my own journey. But I remember just feeling, you know, I was far from God and I had this, this sadness on the inside of me. You know, I was, I was in just finished year 12. I was 17 years age. And I just remember, you know, feeling quite depressed. I remember feeling incredibly lonely. I remember feeling just so guilty about life and the decisions I had made that, you know what, I, I just, the, it all came down to this, that I just had this hole in my heart and I was searching for this love and peace that our, our guys were talking about. I was looking for that. I, I, I needed something and someone to love me. There was a hole in my heart and I went on a journey of trying to fill that with all the world has to offer. I remember, you know, trying to fill that with relationships, but of course, you know, they would end up not perfect and I'd end up, you know, just in that same place so I tried to fill it with the party scene and, and alcohol and all these things because on inside of my heart there was something crying out for a real love and maybe you're here tonight and, and you can relate to me asking questions like there has to be more to life than this and that's where I got in that place I said you know there has to be more there's just something missing I felt empty and you know what I had a moment with God and I, I will never forget it I just remember I was in such a dark place and I said, God, if you are real tonight, I need you to show me. And I put on, you know, some music. I just remember I was in that place and I said a prayer inviting Jesus into my heart. I said a prayer saying sorry for all of my sin and just the love of God. As Alex just shared about, I had the same encounter experience where God's love just poured into my life. I was weeping and weeping and weeping. The thing I'd been looking for all of my life, I'd finally found it in Jesus. I remember love, acceptance, that guilt had gone and just an overwhelming peace. And here tonight, you know, I want to give everyone this same opportunity that Alex had about seven years ago in, in the same service just like this to accept Jesus into your heart. I know that there's people here tonight and if you were honest with yourself and you ask that question, you are far from God. Tonight is the night. Jesus is here. He's knocking on your heart, drawing you to Himself if you take that one step towards Him. So can we all close our eyes in this place? And I really believe there's three kinds of people and this moment is for you. Number one, maybe you're in this place and just like Alice, you, you, you had never accepted Jesus into your life. You'd never said a prayer inviting God to come on in. Maybe you feel broken in this place. Maybe you feel that emptiness on the inside of you. If that's you in a moment, I believe that God wants you to respond. He loves you so much. And I want you to raise your hand in a moment and say, yes, Dan, that's me. The second kind of person is maybe you're here tonight and you were once in a relationship with God. But if you were honest, your heart, is far from Him right now. If that's you in a moment, I want you to recommit your life to Jesus. Raise your hand in a moment and say, yes, Stan, that's me. I want to be included in this prayer. Or lastly, you know what? One thing we all have in common is that every human being, we only have a temporary time on this earth. We will all face this thing called eternity one day. And if you're just not 100% sure in your heart, 
that you're going to go to heaven. I want you to raise your hand too and say, you know what, Dan, I'm not sure. But let me tell you this. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, that He has made a way for you and I to be in relationship with God and to live forever in heaven. So tonight you can leave this place sure. And so right now with every eye closed, if you're one of those three people, if you've never said this prayer before, if you want to recommit your life to Jesus or you want to be sure in your heart you're going to heaven, I just want you to raise your hand right now and say, yes, Dan, I want to be included in this prayer. If that's anyone here right now, you'll feel nervous right now. You'll know this is for you. It's like there's a a nervousness in you because you know I need to make this decision. And so right now, I just want you to raise your hand and say, Dan, I want to be included in this prayer. You know, right now, your heart would be beating. And I, I know it can be scary, but this one moment, can completely change your life. And I can say that because when I made this decision, you wouldn't recognize anymore me anymore. That depression and sadness has been turned to joy. That inner turmoil has been turned to peace. And this moment is available for you here tonight and you will never be the same. So just, if that is you, I'm going to give this a few more moments. Just raise your hand and say, Dan, I want to be included in this prayer. I want to invite Jesus into my heart. Is there anyone here? Just looking across the auditorium one more time. Be bold. Don't miss this moment if it's for you. Awesome. Great. Well, what we're going to do, guys, you can open your eyes. We're going to say this prayer. Um, and if you wanted to say it, but you didn't put your hand up, I just want to give you this opportunity. We're still going to say this prayer. And if that's you, just later on in the service, just come find me. I'll hang around the front for a bit and just say, Dan, that was for me. So can we all just um, close our eyes one last time. Repeat this after me. Say, Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you sent your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for me and my sin. Today, I say sorry and repent for turning my back on you. I open up my heart and invite you in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, hey, can we give it up again for our three amazing panelists? That was so fun. Really excited for what God's going to do in your life and in our church as we enter into our 10 days of prayer and fasting tomorrow.